everyone, and welcome back to another edition of Peacock's Feet Literary Podcast. Uh, we're doing something a little different today, but we're very excited for it. So we're just going to go through again. If you haven't listened to it before, or maybe just don't remember our voices, we're going to introduce ourselves again. So I am Rosalie Bodkin. I am the social media chair of the Peacock's Feet this year. I'm a junior English literature major with a minor in rhetoric. I almost went into my ambassador spiel, but we'll leave it at that. <laughs> um, I'm Ellen Udall. I am a general nonfiction editor for the Peacock's Feet. I am an English literature major with a minor in theater. I'm Eva Sheehan. Um, I'm a junior and I am the head editor for poetry at the Peacock's Feet. I'm a major in creative writing and I have a minor in marketing. Awesome. So today we've been we're gonna do something we've been wanting to do for a while, and that is Sparknotes memes. We're not creating them. We're just looking through the memes that Sparknotes, either Twitter or Instagram, has created. We're gonna be talking about some of our favorite ones that we've um, screenshotted and looked through, and then we're also gonna quiz each other a little bit because I just love a good game show and making myself look dumb in front of an audience. So to see it started, we're going to read through some of our favorites and then kind of talk about this meme culture, for lack of better words, that's come through literature. Well, I'll, I'll share my favorite. It's basically, if you've ever seen Queer Eye, Jonathan Van Ness, he's the like hair and uh, stylist. And he says in one episode, did I know that this was my time to shine? Absolutely. And so basically, the one that I love the most is basically like Romeo and Juliet, and it's Romeo to Friar Lawrence, and it says, you know, we need someone to like perform our marriage in secret, we like need to find someone to do it, and then it just says Friar Lawrence to the camera. Did I know that this was my time to shine? Absolutely. And I remember like finding this, I like found it last semester, and I thought it was the funniest thing. And I looked at it for like five minutes. And so like Sparknotes has like a lot of other ones that go with it. Like there's one for um, the Crucible and it's like residents of Salem consumed by fear and hysteria um, in a repressive puritanical society. And it's like Abigail Williams saying, did I know that this was my time to shine? Absolutely. So that's my favorite. Um, okay, I love this one because I saw it and it just, it made me giggle a lot because I love also that the Sparknotes Twitter will just take meme formats that are really popular at the time mm -hmm. and apply them to as many things as they can at once. And I love it. They're just getting the most they can out of a single meme. And this one is, some of you have never dragged your daughter's boyfriend through the sewers of Paris and it shows. <laughs> so just, like, it's, it's ridiculous. It's just lame is. Yeah. Um, but I love that this piece of literature from, you know, 1800s is able to transfer to a modern meme format. And people understand it. Like, I feel like most people see that and you're like, ah, okay, lame is, I get it, that's funny. Yeah. I think all of my favorites are mostly like the ones that have John Mulaney, because I just love John Mulaney. <laughs> and there's one about Hamlet and he's like, it was like one of his skits. I think it was like, um, Big Gorgeous, yeah. And um, he was like, this play was like a five act game show. Do my friends hate me or do I just need to go to sleep? <laughs> and 
I mean, I don't know if you guys have seen the skit, but that's not exactly the line. But yeah, I just thought that was really funny because I love Shakespeare and I love John Mulaney. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's super fun, for lack of better words, that's super articulate, super fun that now this new generation of students studying Shakespeare can go to Spark Notes on Instagram or Twitter or even their website where they have those little quizzes and longer version of the meme formats and that's how they can study it and make sense of it because I mean they have like the no fear translation of Shakespeare but then also they have these memes because you can see it and understand it through that Mm. form actually okay I get that now that makes sense and it makes it fun and enjoyable for people that don't necessarily enjoy Shakespeare as much as we might especially because they tend to bring in you know John Mulaney or like you said Ellen Queer Eye or The Office there Mm. is an abundance of office memes on the Sparknotes Instagram. I think they have like Parks and Rec and um, Arrested Development too. So they get a lot of like sitcoms and stuff. Yeah. Another fun one is, it's not even a meme. It's just the signs of Shakespeare tropes. And when I saw this, I thought it'd be fun to go through and we can look at our signs, but I'm just gonna read all of them so everyone knows. Aries is regicide. Taurus, Ellen is miscommunication. Gemini is double entendres, Cancer is pirates, Leo is madness, Virgo me is bad disguises, Libra is faking your death, Scorpio is revenge, Sagittarius is the fool, Capricorn is cross-dressing, Aquarius is homoerotic subtext, and Pisces is puns. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. That's how it does. I don't know how cross-dressing applies to me, but you know what? I'll take it. <laughs> Some of the best plays in them have cross-dressings. That's yeah. This one's another Queer Eye one, but it's one with Tan France. And it's like Shakespeare, as you said, Ava. And it's Macbeth saying, I don't know if I can kill Duncan. And then it's Lady Macbeth saying, make an effort. Because like he's trying to say, like, make an effort with your clothes. And... I, th- I think that's just funny how like you also have to like look at the picture too I think because like they're these are like not the Twitter memes where it's just you know like a phrase or something but you gotta like have the picture to go with it it's fun you've got different formats based on what you prefer and which social media platform you prefer but there's also this one I love. It's, don't ask me, what are you doing? You know I'm doomed to hold up the celestial heavens for all eternity. <laughs> and that one, my first instinct was just, oh, Percy Jackson, that was the third book. <laughs> and so it's interesting, like, all the different connections you can make. Yeah. Is like, that sure. Atlas holding up the world? It is. Yeah. Okay. Do we want to get into quizzing each other? Because I feel like this is just going to be so fun. Yeah. I'm Let's- very excited for it. Okay. Ladies, if he was born inside a jail, was born with scum like you, is from the gutter too. He's not your man. He's Javert. <laughs> That's a Les Mis one. Yeah. I watched Les Mis like two days ago. So it's all fresh in my head. I've never seen Les Mis. <gasps> it's great. I need to. Yeah. I really need to. I think I just have a weird connection to it because it was the first musical I got into. And so from there, it's just... Okay. My toxic trait is that sometimes I'll draw my sword and stab it wildly through a tapestry without first checking to see who is concealing themselves behind said tapestry. Hmm? The Hamlet? 
Yeah. This one I think is one of my absolute favorites. A relationship should be 50-50. You follow me out of the underworld, I turn around and send you back. <laughs> uh, is that like Eurydice and Orpheus? Yeah. <laughs> it also just makes me sad because I just think of Hades Town. Um, this one is, I'm fed up with dating. When will a masked man fall in love with me, attempt to advance my singing career, and eventually drop a chandelier on the audience? God, Phantom of the Opera, right? Yeah. <laughs> if that actually happened to me, I think I'd be more terrified than... I think Christine's a little scared. Not as scared as she should be. <laughs> a little scared. Behind every man is a woman who had to take matters into her own hands and frame the servants because her husband panicked in the middle of assassinating the king. Macbeth. We love Macbeth. Make an effort. Speaking of, I mean, I recently got a TikTok, and there's, there are so many literature memes that you also see on TikTok, and I've just seen so many Macbeth ones. Mm -hmm. I've seen a lot of um, Jane Eyre ones mm -hmm. um, about, like, Rochester, like, holding people, like, holding Bertha up in the attic, um, and also, like, related to White Sargasso Sea. I thought that was really fun, too. I like this one. I read this story in like ninth grade. I don't know if you guys have. It's there are two kinds of people in the world: those who get lured into wine cellars on the promise of a vintage wine, and those who do the luring. Edgar Allan Poe. Yeah, it's the, the the cask of Amontillado or something. Oh my gosh, I haven't read that since like ninth grade. Yeah. I really okay. like this one. Um, sorry. Here you go. <laughs> um, it's um, Holden. Stratler is a moron and nothing he could ever say would bother me at all. Stratler, this baseball glove essay sucks and I hooked up with Jane in a car. And then it says Holden. And then it's like um, John Mulaney. He's like, no, that's what I'm sensitive about. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Holden, what a mess. I think I saw another one. It was like also a, a John Mulaney one. And um, it was like Holden saying, I'm so done with all of these like, t like intolerable people, you know, and then it was like, I need everyone to like me all the time. <laughs> I, yeah. What a guy Holden Caulfield. Oh, okay, this one's based off one of my favorite Shakespeare plays. The only gender reveal party that interests me is the one at the end of a Shakespeare comedy where everybody who's been cross-dressing up until this point dramatically reveals their disguise and gets married to a Duke or Lord. Twelfth night. Never forget when in Dr. Flaherty's class, I did a whole research paper about She's the Man in Twelfth mm. Night. Okay. I need to watch that movie again. <laughs> It's so good. I just, I also love the reemergence of Shakespeare in the early 2000s when everyone was just making rom-coms based on it. And you've got, you know, like 10 things I hate about you. That's and like then, my favorite one, I think. And then um, Clueless, which isn't Shakespeare, but Emma. Jane Austen. Mm -hmm. And I think that's also really fun when you can get to know a classic piece 
not in a spark notes meme format but in the form of these other movies that are based on them and then it somehow makes it easier to read the play later on because you're just thinking of that and like okay that makes sense or you could go back and rewatch the movie and get it in that different sense okay i've got more shakespeare coming your way because who doesn't love shakespeare canceling plans is okay plotting against your treacherous uncle is okay Staging a play to figure out whether he was responsible for the death of your father is okay. Accidentally stabbing your girl ex-girlfriend's father through a curtain is okay. Do what you need to do to cope. <laughs> Clearly this podcast is just for us to talk about our favorite memes. There's no yeah. real purpose. We just want to talk about memes. We'll talk about other things in other episodes, but yeah. today it's selfish it's for us we want to talk about memes i'm sure most of us have gotten to that point in the semester where you know we're about over halfway through we're really feeling it because it was supposed to be our fall break this weekend mm -hmm. um rip to that and so this is just a self-care podcast we're reminding you look at those memes have fun think about classic literature in different ways if you're just a little stopped up at the moment it'll be fine mm -hmm. and then eventually we'll bring other people on talk about more relevant things more important things but for now this is just a relaxation i like this one it's it's if you represent the american dream and i represent the american dream then who's driving the car Great Gatsby, and you hate Great Gatsby. I do, but I thought that was, I thought that was pretty funny. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, the podcast doesn't need to know how much I <laughs> That's a whole other one. We'll have a separate episode. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Just the pieces of literature we think are overrated. If I were a star-crossed lover who was fated to die, I would simply not do that. Yeah. Sorry to Romeo and Juliet, but I'm just built different. I think it's also really interesting because I know when I was scrolling through and trying to find ones, the way it's weighted towards certain pieces of literature, like obviously there's a whole lot of Shakespeare in it, but even just the specific Shakespeare plays that are mentioned the most, I mean, with Hamlet and Macbeth and Romeo and Juliet. And so I think especially those ones that are taught in high school, Mm -hmm. more than any of the others and with Jane Austen it's gonna be a lot more Pride and Prejudice than the other ones or a lot more Great Gatsby than other things so I think it's also really interesting not only the types of memes that they use to relate to people but also what the memes are about and who they think will be paying attention to it the most. Mm -hmm. I, I found this one um it's am I attractive? No. Do I have a great personality? Also no. Do I keep my wife locked away in a secret room on the third floor of a mysterious gothic manor? No, of course not. Why? Did you hear something? <laughs> Incredible. One of my best, or one of the best Jane Eyre ones. Yeah. What are some pieces of literature or anything like that that y'all think there should be more spark notes memes about? That they're not taking full advantage of something? I feel like... I mean, everything is sort of just like novel, like based. And I feel mm -hmm. like if they did things with like certain poets, like how, I mean, the romantic poets were kind of just a wild cast of characters. So I feel like if they did something more with that, you know, how 
Percy Shelley and Lord Byron, they were some troublemakers, I feel like, because, like, their personal lives were so interesting, too, so I feel like they'd be able to have some good meme content with that. Yeah, there's definitely a lot to unpack with those romantic poets. (laughs) Yeah. And obviously, you've got classic works of literature right there, like Twilight. I mean... I mean, yeah. I think we should talk about that. I think we should have more Twilight memes because it is a staple in American literature. Um, It's a very underrepresented issue that needs to be discussed. Twilight representation via memes. I mean, the youths of today will listen. (laughs) I think it'd be cool to bring in like not childhood books, but almost like young adult. So it's like nostalgic too. Um, I mean, it's pretty nostalgic, like reading some of the memes from like high school and like, Mm. oh God, if only (laughs) I read that then. (laughs) Oh yeah. Like where are the magic tree house and Junie B. Jones memes? Oh my gosh. (laughs) Yeah, so today's podcast is likely to be shorter than the rest, but like we said, we needed a little bit of a deviation, a little bit of a break. But again, let us know if there are other specific memes you think should be made from Sparknotes. There are also other professors or groups you want to hear us talk with that's going to be a little more serious, a little more focused than this episode was. But I think we always need time to just take a breath, look at Sparknotes memes, and just have that going on with our day. Wow. Any last- Basically, also, if you get into like the realm of TikTok, where they're just talking about books, that's a great place to be too. Mm-hmm. Let us know if you think we should get a TikTok and just start posting literary memes on it for nothing else besides our own enjoyment. Let us know what memes you want to see on there because we're going to get those magic treehouse and romantic poets and twilight memes on there. Rest assured, your needs are being answered. Our needs, at least. I think we're the only ones asking for it. All right. So once again, make sure you're following us on our social medias to stay up to date with what we're doing um, to decide what we're going to be doing for the next podcast and podcasts to come. Make sure you're staying hydrated, wearing your masks, take care of yourself. It's a chaotic point in the semester. If you have any music or anything along those lines that you'd like to submit and have people hear during the podcast, send it to us. DM us on Instagram at GCPeacockSuite. So everyone have a good week, have a good month, good rest of the semester, and we will see you next time.